Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Throughout Jesus' ministry, he was harassed by Jewish intellectuals of various sorts who sought to use casuistry to embarrass or confute him. Matthew 22:35. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, what is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. The lawyer probably only desired to raise a discussion as to the relative worth of isolated precepts. Jesus goes deep down below isolated precepts and unifies as well as transforms the law. Supreme and undivided love to God is not only the great but also the first commandment. In a more modern phrase, it is the sum of man's duty and the germ of all goodness. Note that Jesus shifts the center from conduct to character, from deeds to affections. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, said the sage of old. Jesus says, as a man loves, so is he. Two loves we have, either the dark loves and self of sense, or the pure love of God, and all character and conduct are determined by which of these sways us. Note further that love to God must be undivided. God is one in all. Man is one in finite. To love such an object with half a heart is not to love. The only real love is wholehearted, whole-souled, whole-minded, and must be all in all or not at all. A second is like unto it. Love to man is the underside, as it were, of love to God. The two commandments are alike, for both call for love, and the second is second because it is a consequence of the first. Each sets up a lofty standard with all thy heart and as thyself sound equally impossible, but both result necessarily from the nature of the case. Religion is the parent of all morality and especially of benevolent love to men. Innate self-regard will yield to no force but to that of love to God. It is vain to try to create brotherhood among people unless the sense of God's fatherhood is its first foundation. Love of neighbors is the second commandment, and to make it the first is to end all hope of fulfilling it. Still further, Jesus hangs law and prophets on these two precepts, which are at bottom one. Not only will all other duties be done in doing these, since love is fulfilling of the law, but all other precepts and all the prophets' appeals and exhortations are but deductions from or helps to the attainment of these. All forms of worship, beliefs, and the like are of worth insofar as they are outcomes of love to God or aid us in loving Him and our neighbors. Without love, they are as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. At the time of these confrontations, many Pharisees yet thought of Jesus as another man, a teacher maybe, or even a prophet, but did not grasp that the sentences he spoke to them came from God himself. We're under no such misconception. We may gather from the words of the Master the definition of the entire duty of people in the earth and the purpose for which each of us was formed in this planet. Because this is true, and as we are the creation of Almighty God, the greatest blessings do not lie in acquiring things or besting our fellows or following our dreams. The primary purpose of people on the earth is to yield our hearts to God, for we are eminently unsuited to safeguard them ourselves. 
We owe him our souls, for without his creating they would not exist, and they return to him at life's end in any case. And we need to use not only our hearts, but also our minds to serve the Lord. We need to think about our holy religion, grasp its intricacies and depths, willfully preserve ourselves from Satan traps by intelligent planning and use of the world about us. So shall we find that as we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, he and our benevolence undertakes to supply our needs through life. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.